Hi, I'm Laura Allen. And I'm Liv Austin. And you're listening to My Amazing Mess. A weekly podcast where we talk to creatives who are right in the middle of developing their unique careers. They are totally honest with us about what it takes to pursue their dream job. The exciting highs, the disheartening lows, and and the the amazing mess that is everything in between. Knew we would nail that. It's Friday, that means it's time for Messy Musings. We don't have all the answers, but we ask the questions anyway. Laura Allen. Liv Austin. I'm so close to saying Liv Austin. (laughs) Liver. No, no, Laura Allen. Today, the dreaded word, networking. Networking. Literally never talked to anyone who said, I love networking. What does it mean? What does networking mean to you now? Has it changed what you know how you think about networking? I think it has. Yeah. I think when when I was first coming out of, of drama school, there was that pressure that the only way to be seen if you didn't get an audition where you walked into a room was to go to somewhere and network and I'm doing the inverted <laughs> commas that you can't see when you're doing a podcast and and I remember thinking that's not me I can't I, I hate approaching new people with nothing to say apart from hi what can you do for me it was that feeling of what can you do for me and I think the word networking now I think I mainly feel like it's more to do with what can we do for each other and it becomes a lot more comfortable when there's something I can offer them and they might be able to offer something to me and it's the reason for my approach in the first place the only thing I've always been very good at is is if I you know had been seen by a director and and had had great feedback or had worked with somebody in the past I'm never been too afraid to go up and reintroduce myself that I find easier um it's the kind of initial you don't know me but um I could be in your play <laughs> so yeah. those types of things which I'm, I'm sure anyone listening who who has to network in any way must probably understand the anxiety that could come with that unless they're naturally kind of a really you know people person that can easily introduce themselves to new people I do think that networking when I think of like you know when you think of a word and what the picture springs up it used to spring up uh, a bar filled with all these well-known people that I must meet and now I realize networking is a constant daily thing where I meet someone who we realize in conversation have got similar ideas or similar um, passions and then they might know someone who knows someone and it kind of your network becomes your little spider web your personal net of people that you not only connect with on a kind of fundamental I like you level but also we could hey we could work together why don't we pool our resources what about you how's that what's that like in the singer songwriter industry it's very similar I think I've gone through that journey of thinking oh god well I guess I have to go out there and 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 meet people and you know give something of myself and you know be visible everywhere to actually just realizing how many people you have access to already and that you just meet through 
doing gigs, for instance, and from, you know, writing with people, just writing with other songwriters in itself is just the best way because you actually get to know people on a proper, honest level and talking about something in the comfort of their home or your home or a studio instead of going like, oh, yeah, we should totally, you know, write together, you know, to somebody that you don't actually know or going up to, you know, somebody and trying to pitch your song to them. It's just not organic. You're just going to be spending a lot of time trying to get something from somebody and they're going to be moving away if they can feel that you just want something from them. And I think we've talked about this before. I think Lewis House on his uh, podcast, The School of Greatness, he talks about how he always comes up to somebody new and he says, what can I do for you? What is it that you need? And I don't think it's uh, a cynical thing. I don't think it's like a, um, a calculated thing. It's just, I know that I probably can help you with something, you know, and I like you and I feel that we could work together. So what can I do for you? What is that you don't have that you need? And uh, connecting other people to each other and how it all comes back to you somehow, you know, and you get involved in it and just realizing how many great people you have within arm's reach of you and what you do. That's a real network. Sometimes we get blind to the people that we have around us and all the resources that are there. And you don't, if, if a word really fills you with dread, you're not approaching it in the right way, I think. Totally. I mean, look at this podcast, for, for instance, when I first spoke to you about this, I was ready to jump in the deep end on my own. And then fast forward a year and a half later, and I've paired up with my best friend who has her own amazing skills to bring to something like this. And it's happened like that with a lot of the things I've done, the people that I've met and th that's actually the other thing is, is the amount of times when I was dreaming of being an actor and the jobs I've been fortunate enough to do since leaving drama school, I always felt like every new group of people that I'd met, they were all going to be my next best friends and we were all going, and that's just unrealistic. What is lovely is getting to work with amazing people. And if something sparks a connection specifically with one or two or however many people, it, you're lucky enough. Sometimes I have been in a fortunate situation to kind of click with a whole group of people at the same time. It's those people that you look back on that I'm still friends with now who still could direct my play if I needed them to direct it or I could produce my sound mix for my sitcom or anything like that. It's always the people that have always been under your nose that can help you with those things. Do you find that there's ever any anxiety for you now in the however many years you've been doing it? Is there a certain, I don't know, level of person that you're still thinking I don't want to approach or do you find it difficult anymore? I think I do if I'm in a situation where I know that there are people or I meet somebody who I know that I've tried to reach in so many ways because undeniably there are you know we have as we say this amazing network of people and we're usually just one degree of separation away from most people but sometimes if I meet someone who's quite high profile in terms of getting my song on the radio or something like that it's hard to to sometimes keep my cool but I have I had this when I went to an event and there was a woman there who's quite high up in in BBC radio and um I had a, a moment of thinking do you know what she knows what I want from her because I'm an artist she plays music on the radio I can go up and be like oh you know 
I love your name, you know, but sometimes you just have to be a bit straight too and not waste people's time. I love people, uh, you know, when people do that to me, just kind of, if they need something, it's okay. You know, they can ask me and maybe I can help them. Maybe not. <laughs> I walked up to her and I said, my radio plugger would kill me if I was at the same event uh, as you and didn't talk to you. So my name is so-and-so and I've got some new music coming out. And I was like quite direct. I wasn't selling it to her, but I just said like, this is what's happening. And then we went on to talk about something completely different because we we could then open up to a normal conversation about what did you think of the event and stuff but I'd got that thing out and I said it in like a very matter-of-fact way I didn't sort of slip her a cd and go tell me what you think but I just said you know I'm probably going to contact you soon so just wanted to introduce myself and I think sometimes that kind of takes away the the nerves if you just kind of go well yes I, I will probably contact you about this you will hear from me and I will send you this song or whatever it might be because Otherwise, you're trying so hard to pretend like you're not needing something from them, but you do and they know it. it totally. Um, I once approached Gok Wan. Um, I was in a, in a show at the time, I think we were, when we were studying and putting this out on this podcast. It was Hair the Musical where at the end of Act One, they have a naked protest <laughs> and our whole cast were being possibly the bravest I think I've ever been in my life um, and standing on stage bearing all. And at the time, it was kind of around the same time as the Gok Wan do I look good naked or those programs that he was doing and I was like I can't let this opportunity lie I fished around in my bag for a <laughs> um a scrumbled leaflet that I had I just happened to have a leaflet and I just first thing I did I was interrupting his lunch and just said I'm sorry to interrupt your lunch I could not just let this opportunity go without asking and you know it was and I kind of told him what we were doing and he checked his diary which was lovely of him and he he showed me he's like I'm sorry I'm not here but you know good luck with it and everything and it was little moments I remember thinking if I'd have approached him and been kind of like oh hi um mine and if I'd have beaten around the bush he might have thought I just want to eat my lunch what now <laughs> do you want a picture or what do you want and I think exactly as you just said the more matter of fact you can be about what it is you want or what you can deliver because sometimes these things are not just what you want from them sometimes you know your music could be playing on their shows so why wouldn't they want you know why wouldn't they want to listen to what you have to say exactly we all need each other and that's a really important thing to remember when you're networking you know and connecting with other people we all need each other for this whole thing uh, you know creative world to go around sometimes there'll be periods of time where some people need the others more you know but even so just you know, be be yourself, I think, and just talk about what it is that you do. And as long as you're passionate about what you do and uh, you believe in what you do, then who's not going to be interested in that, you know? And I think it's great as well to put faces to a name. I think there's nothing wrong in approaching and saying, I'm going to email you, this is me. And also don't necessarily, this is a personal thing for me, is I I've get quite... Uh, put off by the empty void that is the email sent you know that sent box that's a lot of emails that have gone out with nothing yet coming back and sometimes that's due to their busyness or their inbox is completely overflowing but you can keep you can keep sending those emails out you can keep tapping on the door something may just land in someone's lap at the right time but also as we said don't do that necessarily and forget about all the people that are right right there in front of you and who can do stuff for you right there. Exactly. And I think uh, also remember that sometimes we give a lot of uh, power to the industry people that we are picturing that, oh, if I just get through to him, then 
everything's going to open up wide. Actually, the real world works in a different way where your mum's hairdresser knows somebody who works with that person and they can just send them a text and ask if it's okay that you, you know, that it's not like, oh, it's the industry and then it's everybody else. It doesn't work like that. We're all connected. So you kind of just have to be vocal about what you do, I think, in general. And then you have no idea like how it's going to come about because you can't predict it. Exactly. And everyone that I've worked with recently, I mean, I went to a comedy evening the other night and met a load of people who we all knew the same people because the industry people, as we think of them, the next lot of them are our people moving up into those roles that we think of. So yeah, yeah, just keep your people close and, and be authentic. And any actual networking event Uh, because there are some of them and sometimes we have to go to them if you've been to a few where the music is a bit too loud for you to talk to people and you had you know maybe one glass of wine too much and then you're like oh I don't really want to talk to people now because I'm a bit tipsy just learn from it and maybe next time it will be a lot easier you know don't get too scared because if you just show up and go just going to be myself because I've been to you know rap parties and stuff where I've met people who thought that I needed something from them and I, I actually just wanted to talk I didn't need anything from them at all if people are moving away from you and they don't they think that you're needing something from them just be yourself because you could just go talk to somebody else you know it doesn't it's like anything else in life just go go where you're celebrated go where people you know are nice to you and be nice to them back on monday we talk to actor filmmaker and conservationist carla fraser subscribe to the podcast so you always get our next episode